Blog Talk Radio. Did you know animals are all around us? Some you call friends, some you call foe. Whether you love us or hate us or both, did you know we are still willing to contribute to you? Tune in to me, your very own Charlie, the dog, and my loyal mouthpiece, Susie Guts. Some call her a dog whisperer. Really? I've never heard her whisper. Oh, yeah. Anyways, tune in to me, Charlie, and my sidekick, Susie, to learn pragmatic tips and tools to interact with animals in a totally different way. Join the fun on Conversations with Dogs here on Blog Dog Radio. Conversations with Dog. Hello and welcome to Conversations with Dog. I am Susie Gatti and I am the mouthpiece of Charlie S. Dog, who is here with me today and who inspired this show. Um, So really he needs to be a bit on the forefront today because there is a lot of stuff that I can talk about with food and yet um, he really wanted to inspire this or he inspired this and he wanted to really say something about food. So um, I actually asked uh, a few minutes ago before the show even started and so the first thing that really comes up and that uh, Charlie really wanted to talk about is the gratitude for food Um, and I'm getting goosebumps because we uh, as people really often don't have a lot of gratitude for the food that we are eating and the gratitude that is available that nature has when it comes to the food Um, so in a way you know, I want to tell a story, and I know I've told it before at some point, but maybe not on the radio show. So I want to just tell the story. Um, basically, what has been discovered is that when you mow a lawn with a lawnmower or any kind of um, device, basically, that has a blade and that cuts the grass, the grass is in shock, or it doesn't grow for three days. It just sits there, and it's basically just boom, it doesn't move. Now, if a horse eats the grass and cuts it and eats it, it never stops growing. So what is really the difference? Of course, we could go to, yeah, it's a machine. And so therefore, you know, it it cuts it more powerfully and blah, blah, blah. We can go into all of those things. But is the horse grateful for the food that it is eating and is this particular gratitude what allows the grass to never stop growing so is the grass willing to gift to the horse basically with being there with being eaten the grass know about this there are so many plants for example that are counting on being eaten so that the seed gets spread out to other areas because the animal that eats it will poop it out somewhere else and in that poop is the first little bit of uh, nutrient as well with which the seeds can then start growing so plants are in a way planning for that event so they are quite willing to be eaten and they're quite willing to contribute to that now is that maybe also true for a rabbit and a coyote is it possible that the rabbit is willing to offer itself to the coyote now 
this sounds very spiritual, and it really it's not. <laughs> Just have a look at it energetically. Um, is it at all possible that there is a gifting and receiving that nature does simultaneously and where that energy is really so dominant and so present that there is also this gratitude for everything that is being offered and everything that is being um, exchanged. Energetically, there is an exchange going on. So that was the first thing Charlie really wanted to have a look at today was the gratitude for the food. So he's basically saying that he is always grateful for his food. (laughs) And I know he actually likes to eat. um, And, you know, some dogs like eating more than others. He is one of the dogs that really likes to eat. And he will do things for food because it's exciting for him to eat. So um, there is, uh, for sure, there is something there for him where he has that, Like, oh, I'll do things for food. I like food. Now, there are other dogs that are not uh, what we call food-driven, and they could care less about the food. And then there is dogs that will basically eat and 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 eat, and and there is really no stop in it. Now, that particular behavior to me, me personally, is no longer really um, a natural behavior. That would not be something what an animal would choose. Usually an animal will not overeat. Um, They will eat until they're full, uh, depending on who they are and and how they function. Um, They will sometimes eat uh, until their belly is completely full and then not eat for a long time, like a snake, for example. A snake eats and then rests to digest and then really doesn't require food for a while. Um, You know, wolves are sometimes not eating for two, three days. So that when they do eat, they fill themselves up and then they just lay there and digest for a while. So um, there is definitely that going on, but usually animals don't overeat when there is um, especially a regularity of food available. Those animals usually don't gorge themselves. So in a way, there is a bit of a, a strange behavior when the dog has that there is something else going on. And actually, uh, maybe I can ask Charlie, what do you know about that? Like the the consumption of food that goes beyond what the body requires, goes beyond what um, what would be, uh, yeah, what the body requires, really, that's all. You know, it's it's beyond what the body requires. So what do you know about that? Um, and he says interference. So interference, what kind of interference, Charlie? Is that um, is that an interference in the body, in the mind, in the? Um, so he, uh, hmm. uh, it's not it's not hormonal, but something like that. So it's sort of a uh, an interference of chemi- chemistry in the body. That's what Charlie says, so um, don't don't hold me accountable for what Charlie says. I'm kidding. It's okay. I I really just follow the energy here. I am not trying to be smart or anything, but I just anyway. So can can this be changed, and how can it be changed? Um, so there came the word depends. 
So I would say depends is if I use the tools that I have available, I would say it depends because um, whenever a dis-ease is created, there is usually energetically something going on that also needs to be addressed. So whether this got created in another lifetime by maybe being starved to death and then making a decision about never ever going without food again, um, that can create, for example, uh, this imbalance or this interference that can then create this insatiable sense of having to keep on eating, 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 eating. So we can um, look at that and we can destroy and uncreate everything that creates that. So let's do that now. If your dog has that going on or if that is going on um, right now with somebody or, or a dog that you know, then let's just say this. So everywhere that you have decided that you would never go, that you would never go hungry ever again, will you now please destroy and uncreate all of that through all dimensions and through all lifetimes Thank you. Times a gazillion. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Now, the tool that I was just using here now is um, the clearing statement from Access Consciousness. And this clearing statement allows the energy to go back to wherever the limitation was created, even if it was 100 million years ago, and undo it there, right on the spot. So we don't have to figure out exactly what occurred um, we can just run this clearing and it can make a huge difference. Now, if your dog is really super obsessed with food, this one clearing may not do it. You may have to look at this and um, you may have to maybe play this radio show or cut the clearing audio out and, and repeatedly run it for your dog uh, to see if there is a change possible. But let's see if there's something else we could do to possibly help um, a dog like that. So, um, so everything that is creating that interference in your body, will you now destroy and uncreate all of that, please? Time to gazillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. And what energy, space, and consciousness can you and your body be to create ease with the gifting and receiving of nutrients. Everything that doesn't allow that, will you destroy and uncreate it, please? Time to gazillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Now, one of the things that Charlie was saying to me when, when he first inspired the show was basically that um, the part of gratitude with our food that that he was looking at or the energy that he gave me with that was um, basically how many of us are eating without being present. We're not really there when we're eating. We're just stuffing food into us. Um, We are oftentimes functioning from a lot of conclusions. Food is a huge topic that many of you have points of views about. Many of you are following certain guidelines, certain philosophies, um, certain things about which food is good and which food is bad. And then, you know, um, all these other conversations about 
being vegetarian, being vegan, being a fruitarian, um, all these things. So regardless, and this is not about taking that apart, it's more like regardless to whatever all that is and wherever you're at, would you be willing to be present when you're eating? So how can you do that? Well, first of all, if you were to really, the moment that you are going to basically start, like by lifting your fork up or whatever it might be, the moment you put the food in your mouth, what if you really in that moment just became completely present with the sensation of that food in your mouth the the taste buds that are firing, like really everything that is going on in that moment. And then if you can do that, just chew slowly for a moment. Just really chew, chew with mm, that moment of like, mm, just being there, being totally present with that piece of food. And then once you have swallowed it, instead of like right away taking another bite and eating and talking to somebody and talking on the phone or looking at your emails or reading a book, what if you really in that moment then were again totally present with a second bite? And then started asking your body, how many bites would you like to put in? So often our body might be totally done after a few bites and then we keep on eating because we filled our plate or our parents told us we should keep on eating until everything is eaten because there are starving people somewhere in the world and so therefore, you know, how dare we not finish our food on our plate. So everything that is and everywhere that you have locked that into your body and decided that you had to eat like that, will you destroy non creative please? Times a gazillion, right and wrong, good and bad, put and talk online, shorts, boys and beyond. Whew, there seems to be a little bit of energy on that. Um, okay, so really truly, what if you had gratitude and what if you asked the food to be a gift to your body? Oh, what would that create? if we were truly asking the food to be a gift for our bodies? And then what if we also asked our bodies to be an energetic gift to the food that we are eating? And in a way, when we're really truly being grateful, we are that. We are that energetic exchange. When we are being the energy of gratitude there is an energetic flow that goes towards the food. And it doesn't matter what you're eating, whether it's a vegetable or whether it's an animal or whether it's a grain or whatever it might be. If you have that sense of gratitude, then what does that create for the future? So everything that doesn't allow you to perceive, know, be, and receive that, will you please destroy and uncreate it? Times a gazillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Hmm. So, question. So, what erroneous information do you have about food 
that if you were to listen solely to your body's desires would create a totally different reality. Everything matters. Will you just turn on creative, please? Times a gazillion, right and wrong, good and bad, put and puck, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So what erroneous information are you carrying around that if you let go of that would change your way of eating, would change your future in regards to food? Everything that is, will you just try and create it, please? Times a gazillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pork, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. How many lifetimes have you been a nutritionalist? Everything you have decided about that. Will you just turn on creative, please? Times a gazillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pork, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. How many lifetimes have you sold other people the significance of a certain food? Everything that is, will you just join on create all that, please? Times a gazillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shirts, boys and beyond. Now, all your point of views about what is health food, will you just join on create all that, please? Times a gazillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shirts, boys and beyond. It's funny to perceive you guys as both sides' point of view, the ones of you that are saying health food, it tastes awful <laughs> everything that is so you destroy it on creative please times the gazillion right and wrong good and bad pot and pock all nine shorts boys and beyond and then the ones of you that are like yay that's the only thing that you should ever eat you should never eat anything but health food everything that is will you destroy it on create all that please times the gazillion right and wrong good and bad pot and pock all nine shorts boys and beyond so uh, everything you have decided about what is unhealthy food, will you destroy and uncreate all that, please? Times a gazillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pork, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Everything you have deemed as unhealthy, as terrible for your body, will you destroy and uncreate all that, please? Times a gazillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pork, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Yes, but I know that sugar is bad. Everything that is, will you destroy and uncreate it, please? Times a gazillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Yes, but I know that weed is bad. Will you destroy and uncreate all that, please? Times a gazillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So all the points of views that you have gathered lifetime over lifetime over lifetime over lifetime over lifetime about food and nutrition, Will you now, please, just join on creative? Times a gazillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. What does your body know about food that you have been denying? Everything that is, will you just join on creative, please? Times a gazillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. One more time, what does your body know about food? that you have yet to acknowledge. Everything that is, will you destroy and uncreate it, please? Times a gazillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyond. All right, we're going to take a 
minute, two minute break here. I'm just going to play a couple of fun little commercials and then we'll be right back and talk some more about food and see what else Charlie wants to say about this and what else besides gratitude there might be about food that he wants us to have a look at. Hey everybody, this is Dr. Dane here and I would like to invite you to an adventure in being. I've just written and finished a new book known as Being You, Changing the World. Are you one of those dreamers? One of those people who's always known that other possibilities should be available but haven't yet been able to see them be created? Well, I wrote this book for you. In it, you'll find tools, processes, and unique perspectives to change the things you've always wanted to change but didn't know how. In it, you'll find an invitation to a different possibility for a way that we can be in this world that changes not only our lives, but by being us, allows us to contribute to changing everything planet-wide that doesn't work. Are you aware that truly great people, truly being them, is the only thing that has ever created a great change on this planet? Are you willing to step up? Are you willing to be one? Check out a copy of my new book, Being You, Changing the World. I invite you to go to beingyoubook.com for a free gift. When you're pondering the big questions like, is there more than this? How can I have a happy relationship? What would it take to like my body? And how do I make more money? Where do you go for information and tools? Check out the online store at accessconsciousness.com. Accessconsciousness.com has books, DVDs, instant video and audio downloads, online classes, and so much more. Subjects include abuse, changing your body, recovery, raising children, business techniques, tools to generate more money, how to have better sex and healthier relationships, just to name a few. At accessconsciousness.com, you can also find facilitators who teach local classes on a variety of subjects. Accessconsciousness.com, your one-stop shop for tools to assist you in changing your life. All of life comes to us with ease, joy, and glory. Go to accessconsciousness.com to learn more. This is Charlie's in charge. Well, actually, no, but I don't, don't tell Susie that. It's actually conversations with dogs with your host, Charlie, and my mouthpiece, Susie Godsey. Have a question about today's topic? Use your fingers or paws to call in at 347-633-9393. You can also send me an email between shows about how much you love me or for autographs, paw stamps, or whatever you want at charlie at suzygodzy.com. I'll make sure Susie gets them too. Now back to our salivating conversation. Conversations with dog. And welcome again to Conversations with Dog. And today we're talking about food and about what Charlie knows about that. <clears throat> and um, I do have a couple of people here on the radio show, I'm going to unmute you. So if you are in a noisy environment, I will either mute you right away, or if you can mute yourself, that would be wonderful. Um, and then that way you can ask a question anytime you want. So I'm going to unmute you guys right now. So your lines are open. So if you want to ask a question, please do. Um, all right. So let's see, Charlie, what else is it that you want to talk about with food and 
Okay, so um, he wants to talk about um, food production, um, <laughs> okay? Um, which part of food production, Charlie? That's like a huge, that's a huge area. Um, there's farming, there is, um, you know, the animals that are being farmed, the, the plants that are being farmed, everything that is going on with that. What part and and what part of that do you want to talk about? Um, okay, so interesting. Uh, it's a it's a similar energy to to having the gratitude for the food that you are consuming or that you are eating, um, ingesting really truly in your body. What if we also started to have gratitude when we are quote unquote growing the food so that same sense of um really like how how much or when or how many people are truly asking the earth where it would like to have you grow the food for example and what kind of food it would like to have um basically grown there okay um and now actually um charlie also is showing me the um basically those huge 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 fields with what we call monoculture so what does that create on the planet and of course it's been done for convenience it's been done so we can harvested with more ease we can um we can sow it out with more ease all that stuff it's created so that we can use bigger machinery that so that things are more efficient and that we can um, create a lot of food now my question really would be and this is really my question but is it really true how much food we need to eat is it true that we require all of that and earlier when I was asking you about you know really being present when you're eating and not just shoving the food in and chewing it and swallowing it and basically having it almost like a chore that you're doing but um, would your body truly eat the same amount of food anymore and what I have to say is when I started in access consciousness, I ate way more food than I am eating now. I eat very little food now, and my body is quite happy. And, I mean, very little. It's relatively less, a lot less than what I used to eat, um, whatever little is. I'm sure there are lots of people that eat less than what I do. And yet it is a very interesting adventure um, when you're looking at that. So really, truly, what if our bodies were capable of an energetic exchange that is um, much easier than maybe eating? The other thing is, too, scientifically speaking, uh, they know that we require more energy to digest our food than we are getting from the food. So how does that work again? Uh what does that even mean? Like, so is eating even a requirement? Do we really truly have to eat? And of course you're going to say, yeah, because if I don't eat, I'll starve to death. 
yeah, that's the point of view that we have taken, and that is what is the reality at the moment here. And yet, scientifically speaking, it's sort of strange because food is not giving us what we require to live, and yet our entire reality functions that way. So our bodies, on the other hand, are uh, generators of energy of magnitude. Our bodies have more energy stored in them that they could ever use in a lifetime. So we could run our bodies from the energy that is built in. So how does this work with this whole food stuff? Is This is just, um, and no pun intended, but this is just food for thought. Okay, cool. And don't think too much because when you're thinking, you're thinking. That's another thing that um, <laughs> is one of the things we say in Access Consciousness because really what if you used your awareness? And what if you really started to ask some questions around all of that? But so let's go back to what Charlie was saying. So what if we truly started to look at um, the way that we are right now uh, growing our food and how we're doing it? And what if, could this be different? You know, could this be done in a different way? Now, the interesting thing is, of course, the argument is often No, it doesn't work that way because we have to be industrialized. We have to make sure things are efficient and things go a certain way. Now, it's really interesting. I read this book called um, The Secret Life of Trees. And this guy has really been studying and I want to say talked to or listened to trees his whole life. But he started to really uh, check out how, how forests, function and the whole intricate energetic communication that goes on inside of that forest. So part of um, part of one of the things that he discovered is that if you go back to not back, sorry, shouldn't say that. So if you started to harvest trees out of a forest in a different way, you you can actually have a higher quality wood and a better outcome than if you're doing it the way that it's done right now. And he is Austrian, and so in some of the forests in Austria, he started doing this. And what he's done is also when they're going in and they're cutting trees down, they're not clear-cutting the forest. They're taking certain trees out, and, and then they are actually dragging them out of the woods with horses. So they're not going in there with machines, but they are using horses. Now you would think, gosh, this is going to take forever. How does this work? Well, the interesting thing is that it's not only more sustainable and creating more wood over the long run, because he's been doing this for so long now that that they can really compare it, but his wood is better quality, so he's selling it at a higher price. And so in a way, that whole way of harvesting the wood has been very effective and very lucrative so what if we really looked at all of this again with a totally different point of view what if we didn't have the point of view that things had to stay the way that they are so everything that brought up will you destroy and uncreate it please time to gazillion right wrong good and bad put and talk all nine shorts boys and beyond and what truly do you know about all this and what else is truly possible here that you haven't yet considered 
everything that doesn't allow you to perceive, know, be, and receive that, will you destroy and uncreate it, please? Times are good, brilliant, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pop, all nine shorts, boys, and beyond. Um, sorry, I'm rambling on here. Uh, the thing is, when Charlie and I do these shows together, that I get little things from him, and then I elaborate on them. So hopefully um, you you know that this is, uh, like a lot of this is really a mixture between what I know and what Charlie knows, and, and he has been really sort of the initiator here for, for certain things that are popping in my head because I have been asking him to really create this show because I wasn't sure where he really wanted to go with this. Um, we did have a conversation when I first put the show up, but uh, I really wanted him to, to show me what he was really aiming for. Now, of course, this month that we're in currently has a lot of holidays and a lot of people have food as part of the celebration of holidays. Food has always been also a sign of wealth in a certain way. Like if you had lots of food that you could offer your guests or if you had lots of food to eat, then you were wealthy. So how much of that is still present now in your reality. So everywhere you have decided that you had to prove your wealth by the food that you're putting on the table, will you please destroy and uncreate all of that? Time to Godzillion, right and wrong, good and bad, put and puck all nine shorts, boys and beyond. And that is still to this day, like there are some people that have decided that in order for their life experience to be Fulfilled, they had to eat an endangered species, like they had to eat an animal that was from an endangered species. Those are things that go on. Like, I just wonder what um, what is the relevance of that, or what is it that really makes that um, a necessity or a requirement or a desire? So everything that brought up, we just try and create all that, please. Time to gazillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So what if you truly, during these holidays, were choosing the food that your body would love to eat? What if you didn't choose the food that is the traditional food just because it is the traditional food and that's what everyone has been doing and what you have been maybe doing for the last million of, millions of years? What if you chose different? Could you really have a look at that and go, hmm, I could choose something else. What does my body truly desire for the holidays? And the funny thing is a lot of people that I talk to about all of that always go, oh, gosh, I am not looking forward to this because I'm going to stuff myself. It's going to be way too much food. I'm going to feel terrible for a few days. My question is, what exactly are you doing this for? What's the fun in that? And... Why would you choose that? <laughs> so everything that is, will you destroy and uncreate it, please? Time to gazillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. How else could you have a good time with other people? How else could you celebrate um, together without the focus being on just solely the food? Like what else was, was a possibility if we didn't make food so 
significant. So again, everything that is, will you destroy and uncreate it, please? Time's a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, mad, fun, talk, all nine, short, sports, and beyond. And please, if you're online and you have a question, please go ahead and just ask your question because I'll be just going on and on and on and on. So if you have a question, <laughs> please just interrupt me and ask your question. So, um, Hey, Susie, this is Cheryl. Hi, Cheryl. Hey, um, what about how many times a day, eating so many times a day? What does Charlie have to <laughs> yeah, say about that? Yeah, how about that? Charlie, okay, what do you have to say about that? Oh, he says he likes it. <laughs> he um, he enjoys, he, he really will, okay, so Charlie, truth, okay. Hang on. I'm mixing what I know about him with what he wants to say. So hang on one second. Let me rewind here. So, um, huh. So, wow. Okay. This is interesting. He, he actually, it's very funny because he is saying in this reality, it seems to be required and I'm not really saying this correctly, but the energy that he's giving me is really, truly, if there was a completely, it's, it's like the energy of the hundredth monkey. If everybody all of a sudden would choose something else, then there would also be a different choice available. Does that make sense? I'm... I'm trying yeah. to really get this energy because in a way it's like he, the energy he's giving me is that he's eating because everyone is eating. It's so funny because I'm looking in a bag and it's a heart, but on the side it looks like times three. <laughs> they just popped. <laughs> I just looked at it <laughs> like three times a day. Yeah. And and that is what most people will do. But I have to say, for example, for me personally, since I started with access, that has changed a lot. And oftentimes my body is not asking for dinner anymore. Um, but I'm also not really looking at, oh, I have to eat breakfast at such hour and I have to eat lunch at such hour. And for my body, when I wake up in the morning, after a little while of being up, my body desires something to eat. And then usually like four hours later, it desires something to eat approximately. I'm, and I don't even know like exactly, but it's, it's sort of like that. And then after that, I'm kind of done. Like my body isn't truly asking for a lot more after that. So, um, but so often, of course, we are in social circles and then, you know, oh, let's go to dinner. <laughs> and of course, your body could still eat. But does your body really require it? So, yeah. Um, but I get that there is something about basically, like the, the thing that fascinated me personally a long time ago was when, when Gary Douglas, when the first time I came to, to um, a COP with Gary Douglas, he said that food should be a homeopathic for our body. And so... I was like, well, what does that mean? You know, what do you mean by that? And he was like, well, what if we really just energetically were ingesting our food energetically rather than truly putting it into our bodies? And so since then, I've always looked at that. And yet 
the whole world is so, um, I just want to say, stuck on eating. So if we really truly all, all of a sudden, had a different point of view about it, would that truly change our reality? Would it really allow our bodies to all of a sudden function from a different way? It, would it be possible that we wouldn't starve if we don't eat? So everything that is, can we just try it on creative, please? <laughs> Times a gazillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So if there's something else there... <clears throat> And also that, you know, like we have to eat so much of each thing or certain balanced, you know, diets. Yes. Oh, yes, the diet. Exactly. All of the foods that you have to either avoid or eat on a daily basis so you get your proper amount of nutrients and et cetera, et cetera. And again, it's so interesting. Um, I know people out there that, that uh, live basically, there are breatharians and there are people that is, use light energy to <clears throat> nurture their bodies. And it's so interesting because they are really put under a microscope uh, and they are being analyzed, you know, oh no, it's not possible. You can't live without eating. So we're going to prove you wrong, you know. And so if those people were to eat just one little morsel of something, then everyone goes, See, we knew it. You can't live without eating. But the fact that they maybe hadn't eaten in two months and now they're just eating um, one tiny little thing or whatever it might be, that doesn't, like, it's so interesting. You know, we, we are so um, vested and we, are so, we have so decided that food is a commodity that we need to have that if somebody is showing us a different possibility, we almost crucify them. So everything that brings up and everywhere that you have decided that food is an absolute necessity for your body or you destroy and uncreate it, please. Time's a gazillion. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Yeah, and so all the nutrition, everything that you've decided about that and what your body requires to live, will you destroy and uncreate all that, please? Time's a gazillion. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. But Charlie, anything else about that? Um, he's showing me like two two different energies right now. One is sort of a very frantic, and one is a more peaceful energy. So. Okay, so basically. Um, we started the conversation that way with the gratitude, but also with being present with the food. If, if you were really truly present with the food that you are eating or with food in general, uh, you would create that sense of peace. So Charlie, is that for your bo- for everything? So not just for your body, but also for the planet and for, the food that you're eating, you would create a sense of peace. And so the frantic energy is basically the other um, side of that, uh, the being not present, the just eating part. So when you're 
when you're just eating without being present, you create a frantic energy and and that goes for your body too. Your body then has a certain frantic in it. So everything that is, can we please destroy and uncreate it? Times a godzillion. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Okay. Um, interesting conversation. <laughs> so with that, let's take another quick break here, and then uh, we'll be back and see what else might be coming up. We'll be right back. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? What if the world doesn't function the way we've been told? What if we truly can bend the laws of physical reality? What if we can end limitation? What if weird were the coolest thing you could be? And what if it's time for a totally different reality? Are you ready to create it? Are you ready to dream as big as you dare? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything in my life changed for me. This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Gandhi, Galileo, and Aristotle all knew to be true. It's not about the answer. It's about being the question, always. It's about truly being you, whatever that looks like, and changing this world. Is now the time? Start by signing up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. That's beingyouclass.com. What if you are the gift and the change this world requires? beingyouclass.com. This is Charlie's in Charge. Well, actually, no, but I don't, don't tell Susie that. It's actually Conversations with Dog, with your host, Charlie, and my mouthpiece, Susie Godsey. Have a question about today's topic? Use your fingers or paws to call in at 347-633-9393. You can also send me an email between shows about how much you love me, or for autographs, paw stamps, or whatever you want, at charlie at suzygodsey.com. I'll make sure Susie gets them, too. Now back to our salivating conversation. Conversations with dog. And here we are again with the last part of our show here today, talking about food. And it's been an interesting conversation so far, at least for me personally. I hope you guys enjoying it too. Um, so. <clears throat> Before I go on, I just want to uh, reiterate, if you do have a question, talking, because uh, otherwise I'll just keep on rambling. So um, anybody else online having a question, please just speak up. Um, okay, so let's see. Um, what other part about this 
Uh, yeah, so basically um, the the part that, that just comes up for me right now um, is, is this whole, um, in a way, this, this really contrary points of views about all of this, you know. Um, so really every, everybody trying to prove that they are right, that they have it, that they have it right, you know, whether it's about what kind of food we eat or that we have to eat or whatever it might be. So everybody is trying to be right about it all. And so in a way there, there isn't really a lot of space for a new possibility because everybody is so vested in the rightness of their point of view. So everywhere that you have contributed to the points of views that are out there about food being righteous, will you now please destroy and uncreate all that? Times a gazillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pop, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Um, okay, so Charlie is whining. So Charlie, what is up? What else? Um, what else is it that we haven't talked about? Um, hmm. Not sure what that energy is. Um, it is something still about the earth. So, what about the earth have we not yet talked about, Charlie? Can you give me that information again? <laughs> He's whining, like, yeah, I'm trying, but you're not listening. <laughs> Maybe I'm just not familiar with this particular energy. So what is that energy? Ah, sorry, Charlie. Not really having the words for that. What is that? Oh, um, okay. So now, now he's giving me sort of the the picture of. Um, or that that sense of like that movie Avatar, where there was really uh, the introduction to the connection that we have to all things in a movie. You know, of course there are more movies than that out there, but really, truly. So what if we, what if we really started to function from the connection that we have with all things? And for a lot of you, that might be where you're saying, well, I don't want to really have the connection to all things because that would be too painful. It would be too painful to receive all that information. It would be too painful to perceive everything that is really not working or everywhere where the earth has been basically raped uh, and never been asked about what might be a contribution to her. So yes, and what if that actually wasn't true? So what if you were to right now lower your barriers? So really, truly, just push your barriers down. Push them down more. them down more. And just ask for it. There's really not a how. Just do it. Just really just be like, okay, I'm pushing my barriers down more, more. More. 
So what if you stayed in that vulnerability and really allowed the information that requires to be dealt with to be really in the forefront or something that you would know that you that you are required to do something about it and the rest of it can just be basically what flows through you. So the information that that we are receiving from from the earth, from things around us, not all of it is meant for us to act upon. Some of it um, is just information. And some of it is not meant to even really like analyze at all. It's like the clouds going by, you know, you don't, you don't try to pull them out of the sky and analyze them. You just notice that they're going by. So what if that information that, that was coming also could be just that it just comes and goes. It's just information. It just passes through. And if there is something that requires your attention or something that you can do something with or that, yeah, requires an action, why not ask for that to really show up in a way that you then know, okay, this does require something from you. So everything that doesn't allow that, will you just turn on creative, please? Times a gazillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pop, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Hmm. Okay. So what else is that energy? And oh, this is this is really cool. Uh, at this time of day, I'm just um, looking out my window, and um, the, at this time of day, I have a little rabbit family that comes by. <laughs> so the first one is showing up right now. And saying hello. So um, it's very cute because I have stood outside there and you can really see straight into my window. So they are looking at me when they're looking inside here, but apparently they're enjoying uh, their little evening visits. So um, there is the first of my little families. <laughs> well, it's not my family, and it is my family. How does it get better than this? <laughs> okay, so Charlie, what else? Is there to say about that or about food in general? Yeah, really, truly. So, again, what if you, what do you know about this? What, do you, what is your reality with all of this? What do, you, what do you really truly know about food that you haven't yet acknowledged? And what if truly you started to listen to your body? What if you allowed your body to really start speaking to you, to give you information about food, to um, also show you a different possibility and maybe even a different reality? And what if you started to listen to that? And then um, Gary Douglas often says, you know, just for me, just for fun, never tell anyone. Because the one thing about, or, you know, if you are, now living by a totally different way of being around food, how many people can really truly hear that? So everywhere you are trying then that you have to share your new found amazing information, will you just turn on creative, please? 
times a gazillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyond. So what if you could really just have that information for yourself and just acknowledge it and use it and like notice it. And if somebody asks you a question about it and if they can hear it, then by all means, tell them all about it. But in the meantime, just for me, just for fun, never tell anyone. So what else is truly possible if you were to start to ask a lot more questions when it comes to food and really don't function from anything that you have learned so far about it. So what could be created if we truly all started to function from a different possibility? Everything that doesn't allow it, will you please destroy and uncreate it? Times a gazillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So unless there is another question here, I have really nothing else more to say. Um, I, hmm, oh, yes, I do have something else to say. Of course, there's always something else to say. <laughs> so one of the things I was actually asking or wondering about is, um, if you guys are still enjoying this show, I know I haven't been doing them as regularly as we have been in the past. There has been sort of that energy of, hey, does anybody actually desire this? Is this valuable to you guys? Do you want us to go on with this? Do you want this to be different? Um, what else could this look like? If you could give me your feedback about that, I would really appreciate it. You can send your feedback to Susie at susigazi.com um, and basically just or also Charlie at susigazi.com and you can let us know if there is anything that you would like to see different or also the frequency I uh, have been doing it every two weeks but lately I haven't done a show in quite a while and it seems like nobody has complained so far so um, again, we're just wondering, is this show of value to you? Are you enjoying it? And if so, then um, does it need to change? Is there something that needs to be different? Or are you just happy with whenever it shows up? Um, all of the above and more, please let us know. And with that, I am going to say goodbye. And I hope you really enjoyed today. And um, yeah, Hopefully, Charlie and I were an inspiration or uh, just a little bit of a stir stick in your reality and in the cre- and, and um, creating something for a different possibility, a different reality, something else. So, again, thank you so much for listening and uh, give us your feedback, Susie at susigazi.com or Charlie at suzygazi.com is the email that you can give that feedback to. So thank you again, and we will see you next time. All right. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to me, the amazing Charlie, today. And oh, yeah, Susie, too. I like her a lot, don't you? You can sign up for our show, Reminder, by clicking the follow button right below. That's right. I'm your new master. And if you can't remember from the next day or whatever, that thing will send it to you, I think. That's what Susie tells me, at least. We hope you can join us then, and you will use the tools and tips we spoke about today with all the animals around you. Now it's time for Susie's walk. i got to go. 
Conversations with Dog. Mm.